millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. What is up, Waffle Gang? I do hope you are well. My name is Mark, and today we're checking out some r slash am I the butthole. If you'd like to skip the initial waffle, timestamps are in the description and along the timeline below. But if you are new here, please consider hitting that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too as it massively helps out our channel. And yesterday, we did have some new members. Over on Patreon, we had Coco, and over on YouTube, we had Michael Strasser and Ben Strubel. Thank you so much for your love, support, and time, and just for taking 20 minutes out of your day to be here is absolutely incredible. So thank you so much for doing you. Let's crack on with today's stories. Much love, guys. And our first story comes from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for wanting my parents to meet our newborn before my wife's mother? Okay, so hear me out. English is not my first language. Male 27 just had an argument about this with my female 24 wife. And two weeks ago, we had our first child and she has a healthy baby girl. Some background, she has the first grandchild on both sides. I come from a large family with five siblings and my wife grew up as an only child in a single parent household. Now my wife is very close to her mother, which is understandable, and me and mother-in-law have a great relationship as well. Our original plan was for mother-in-law to move in with us during the later stages of the pregnancy because my wife wanted her there for support and I completely understood and had no issues with that. Now the issue is that mother-in-law lives abroad and as you all know, COVID has happened and mother-in-law's country went into lockdown and pretty much put a stop to all international travel and our original plan didn't happen. This made my wife very sad She's been looking forward to having her mother close again, completely understanding. Pregnancy is scary and no joke. My parents and three of my siblings, however, live two houses down the road. And during the pandemic, we've been keeping them in our bubble. We have been having dinners and hangouts regularly. Now here is our issue. We have been home for one and a half weeks. We have not seen anyone. And again, I have not pushed to see anyone. But I did ask my wife when she reckoned she was ready for my parents and siblings to meet their new nice grandchild. She replied a bit annoyed. She wanted her mother to be the first one besides me to meet and hold her in real life and that this was very important to her. Under normal circumstances, I would not object, but we don't know when they will be opening up for international travel and for mother-in-law to be vaccinated and to fly over the Atlantic could potentially take months. I said it was really unfair to let my family wait for such a long time to meet their first grandchild, especially when they live so close. This did not sit well and my wife and I had an argument. She said that since she gave birth and carried the pregnancy, she had the final say. Normally I would agree, but we don't even know when mother-in-law can come over and I really want my parents to meet our daughter as well. They are eager, they have not pushed or asked in any way, but I can tell from talking to my mother that she can barely contain herself. My wife called me a massive asshole and I refused to listen to her and could not possibly understand what women go through. I was just baffled and sad and I feel I need an outside perspective on this. Would I be an asshole if I took our daughter to see my parents? 
Now the question at the end of this story compared to the actual title story question are quite different because the title says, am I the asshole for wanting my parents to meet our newborn? And I would say absolutely not. You're never going to be the asshole for wanting your baby to meet your parents. But you would be the asshole if you was just to take the baby to go meet your parents without your wife's permission. Let's take into consideration you've only been home for like one and a half weeks and I know it's exciting for you and exciting for your family but what is your wife going through mentally at the moment? How is she feeling? You know she's missing her mother and she knows her mother is probably unlikely to see her child before mother-in-law and stuff like that. So she's probably just trying to get ahead around this and I think at this moment you need to support her and talk to her and see what happens from there. And pandemic aside I think you know if she was to continue down this road like indefinitely and not give you a deadline of like when your family can meet the baby I think then she would be the asshole in this situation because I don't think you can do that I'm, I'm trying to put myself in the husband's shoes as well and you know the way he's feeling that he wants his child pandemic aside again to meet his family and it must be incredibly tough because it is his baby too right but I'm not playing down what wife is going through at this moment as I said it's only been one and a half weeks so there could be a lot going on mentally here but yes, if you was to just take the baby without her permission and go and do that, I think you create a massive issue in that by itself. So I would say you would be the asshole for this. But if she continues down this road, you know, indefinitely not letting your family see the child, then she would go into that asshole behavior too. But I would also look into that as well. But Webby Vanderquack says in quotes, would I be an asshole if I took our daughter to see my parents? And then says, without your wife's permission, absolutely you're the asshole. That would be a huge betrayal. Obviously your child is likely to meet your parents before hers, but now is not the time to push this. You shouldn't be starting arguments and complaining about what's really unfair when your wife is only 10 days postpartum, coping with her first newborn baby and missing her mother. You need to back off and be kind. And Soroso Ranoso says, not the asshole for feeling that way, but you would be the asshole if you took your daughter to your parents behind your wife's back. Maybe try to include your mother-in-law in your life more. Video chats and maybe send her a lock of the baby's hair. That way you can show your wife that your mother-in-law is important to you and to your baby. After that, you can revisit the meeting your family thing. Your wife is maybe being a little unreasonable, but actively doing something to upset her would be an asshole move. She's still your wife. Best of luck to you. And Judge Judd, am I the asshole, says everyone sucks here. Without a safety of the child issue at stake, she's an asshole for disallowing family to see the baby for an open-ended period. Days for a mother to be first, fine. Weeks, possibly still okay. Months, possibly forever, asshole behavior. But you'll be an asshole for taking your daughter away without her consent. You may think your reasons are better, but at best you are asking to do the same thing she is doing. Make a large, irrevocable decision for her and without her say. Just as she doesn't get unilateral final say, you do not either. Work it out together or expect that the loser in the situation, whether it is you or your wife, to carry possible relationship ending resentment ever after. An Irish 19C says, not the arsehole, she can't hold your kid hostage from family for months, hoping travel will be allowed. Also, it's your kid too, but there could be something deeper than just that. Does she think your family isn't being safe? And one more from Vomit Bucket saying, not the arsehole, I gave birth so I have the final say. And then says, hopefully this is an isolated incident, but massive red flag here. If this starts popping up in other aspects of your child's life, then there is a serious problem. An awkward shit replies to this saying, I'm honestly baffled by all that everyone sucks here and you're the assholes. This is his child as well. Yes, she just gave birth and unfortunately her mother can't be there anytime soon. But what so many are ignoring is that she isn't saying she doesn't want to see anybody. She's dictating who can see their baby. Also enormous red flags when women act like a child they just gave birth to is only theirs and they have the final say. You may be the asshole, but if I was in your position, I'd let my family come see the baby. 
And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation and how would you deal with it? A mixed bag of opinions on that one. Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story is from Hot Kangaroo 1847 Am I the arsehole for not giving a disabled man my seat? I, 22 female, ride the bus to and from work because I don't have any other modes of transportation. Every few days, I am joined by a man who has some sort of disability. I don't know specifics, but there's something wrong with his legs and he walks with a very obvious limp and uses a cane. Sometimes there's a seat for him, sometimes there's not. A few days ago, my sister, 18 female, was with me and the guy came on. All the seats were full and he had to stay standing. My sister whispered that nobody was giving their seats up and I mentioned that I had seen him before and how nobody offered him a seat. My sister gave me a weird look and said, not even you. And I was honest, I had never offered him my seat because I am simply not obligated to help some stranger and that he could just get a taxi if it hurt him so much to stand. My sister got all pissed off at me but wouldn't start a scene on the bus so she just stood up and told this guy to go ahead and have her seat. He thanked her and sat down, which put me in an awkward position sitting next to him. So I got angry at her and I called her out when we got off at our stop. And she refused to listen and just said that my empathy was really lackluster and that it didn't matter if I was obligated or not, it was just basic human decency. I really don't think that I'm such an asshole for not giving this random guy my seat, but she's angry about it so I guess something must be wrong. Now, I know some people struggle to approach these situations. You know, they get embarrassed to speak up in front of a whole group of people to say, look, have my seat just in case they are rejected for any reason. And I do understand that, you know, that can be a problem sometimes, but your sister is 100% right in the situation. It's just common human decency. And I can say 100% if I was in that position, I would do exactly the same. I'd offer someone my seat if I saw them struggling in any way whatsoever. Hell, sometimes I just do it if I see someone on a long journey standing up for the whole time. I say, look, Let's have, let's have a little swap around here so you can get some seat time, right? It's just human decency and it's not that hard and the world would be a much better place if everyone was doing something similar, you know? We'd be living much better, happier lives. But, you know, there's always one arsehole, isn't there? This post is an example of that. But let's check out some of the comments to see what they say. And we'll start with Aborillion saying, you're the arsehole, it's common decency to offer your seat to people who struggle physically. Most buses even have placards indicating that this should be done, but not all because it's an unspoken rule. If you don't have physical issues, you're the arsehole for making someone less able-bodied than you to stand and try to ride a bus standing up. Why do you need the entire internet to tell you what your sister already told you? Edit, I appreciate the awards, but your money is better spent donating to somewhere it can make a difference, such as Disability Rights Education and Defense Fund. An interpret bag says, yes, you're the arsehole. As stated, you use the bus because it's your only means of transportation. Yet you assume the man has the means to just use a taxi. You and everyone on that bus who have made his day harder because of the lack of empathy of the assholes. What would it hurt to show some compassion and decency? And LA Kings of Metal says in quotes, I had never offered my seat because I simply am not obligated to help some stranger and that he could just get a taxi if it hurt him so much to stand. And then says, you're the arsehole. I truly hope you are never in a situation where someone who's not obligated to help you makes the same decisions you do. Glad your sister has some decency. And Codename Buckwin says, you're the arsehole. Did you know that companies can pay disabled people substantially less than minimum wage for their labor? Did you ever think that people with disabilities tend to have less disposable income and probably can't afford to take a taxi everywhere? Maybe what I should ask is, if you were in a car accident and were crippled, would you want someone to give up their seat for you? 
And now I turn this one to you guys. What would you do in this situation if you was in OP's position? Would you give up the seat? Would you feel too anxious to? And I understand that is a that is an issue for some people. Or would you not give up the seat? Would you be like OP? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story comes from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for kicking my future brother-in-law out of my wedding for what he did to my kids? My sister met her fiance Tim two years ago. We only meet at my parents' house as I live in the next town with my now wife and two stepkids, four and six. Tim doesn't like kids. He's made it clear how much he's uncomfortable being around them. Every time I brought my kids to my parents' house, Tim starts acting out. He tried to indirectly ban the kids from visiting their grandparents' house. Dad was firm, but Tim never stopped trying to exclude my kids from family events. Wife and I wanted to have our wedding at our house, a small celebration. Tim asked if there was going to be kids at the wedding. My kids were the only ones at the wedding since we didn't have many guests. He tried to talk us out of involving my kids in the wedding and make it an adult event, but I told him to keep his thoughts to himself. My kids were excited to be a part of the wedding. Tim and my sister arrived late. The kids were with us the entire time. Tim looked invisibly upset till he suddenly offered to take the kids to the bathroom so they wash up before eating. Minutes later, he came back. I asked where the kids were. He said he took them to their bedroom because they wanted to play with their toys and I thought it was out of character for them. I wonder why they suddenly didn't want to eat since they were said they were hungry. I wanted to check on them but got busy with my aunt's ankle injury. My younger sister came telling us that the kids' bedroom door was locked and the kids were inside. My wife and I were in shock. We looked for the keys. I asked my sister if she was the one that locked him in, but Tim said he did it, saying he was worried they'd wander around unsupervised and wanted to make sure they were safe since everyone was busy. I took the key and got the kids out. My daughter told me Tim said I didn't want them to go outside and that I'd punish them if they did. They're my kids now, of course. I want them to be in my wedding. My wife was speechless. I lost my shit on Tim and I called him cruel, selfish for lying and doing this to my kids trying to exclude them and told him to get out. My sister defended him and was crying calling me offensive names. I kicked her out too. My parents argued saying what I did was unnecessary since Tim was trying to help. They tried to get my wife to get involved before my sister decided to cut me out completely for what I did. I argued that they were unreasonable to think I was being bitter and explained why I kicked him out but they still blamed me for my extreme reaction since Tim had good intentions. My wife was quiet all the time, probably wondering what the hell type of family she just married into. I don't blame her. My parents insist I talk to my sister and Tim and everyone apologizes since this seems to be a major misunderstanding. I refused but they kept repeating the same thing. My parents say this must be a misunderstanding since Tim doesn't know how to deal with kids. However, they went quiet after they heard what my daughter said. My sister claimed that this is his way of getting kids to behave. Adding this, my wife received an email from Tim apologizing since he couldn't reach out to me because I blocked him. My wife being pressured by my parents now asking us to be a little more graceful since Tim apologized but my sister hasn't. That's why my parents want us to talk to her. I'm deciding to go no contact for the time being because of this and also more importantly to focus on my wife and kids. So this guy turned up at your house your kids and lock them in their rooms without you knowing anything could happen that was so dangerous and yes i would absolutely go no contact with someone who did that too that is that is crazy behavior and we'll start off with joxam 13 saying hold on this guy came to your house got your kids and locked them in their room do we even need to say it op not the arsehole ban this man from your house ban your sister if necessary and to whoever tells you you're overreacting tell them that you're being calm enough this is beyond cruel that was dangerous and that man is dangerous to have around 
Ask your sister if this is the kind of man she wants to have around when married. God forbid if she ever gets pregnant by accident. And OP does reply to this end, my sister is no better than him to be completely honest here. She always throw the kids aren't really family at me in every single argument where I point out her fiance's unacceptable behavior. I don't have much respect left for her, especially for how she tried to turn my parents against me at the wedding. She succeeded since my parents want me to talk it out with her and Tim, but I'd never even look at them because I'd care about my wife and my kids' mental and physical safety. I'm going low contact to no contact if they continue pressuring me. And Penguin Plus 7 says, not the asshole, fuck Tim. What if one of your kids had gotten injured while being locked in there and you had no idea? He has no right to lock your children away regardless of his discomfort around kids. Don't apologize, you did nothing wrong. If he dislikes kids, that doesn't mean children are banned from being around him. If he was that uncomfortable, he should have left. Your response was appropriate and both he and your sister owe you, your wife and your kids an apology. And Amethyst Fire says, oh hell no, you are not the asshole. I'm trying to wrap my head around how a guy who hates kids is trying to do the right thing by lying to two young children and locking them in their bedroom. That just doesn't compute. Do not ever apologize for kicking Tim and your sister out of the house and wedding over this. The health, safety, and well-being of your wife and kids are top priority. And Shane Noah says, not the asshole, can Tim even be around kids? He's almost overwhelmingly trying not to be around kids. Maybe legally he can't be around kids and he just doesn't want to say anything about it. And OP says, I don't know why he acts like this. He claims he's child free, but I know a lot of people who are child free and they don't ever behave the way he did. From what I understand, he's been trying to get me to stop bringing the kids to see their grandparents for his own selfish reasons, clearly. My wife and kids noticed how he was acting out. I told him off several times and even dad backed me up. But now my parents think my reaction was extreme, saying I acted like my kids were inside for days when it was only 15 minutes. Doesn't matter how long it was. But now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation? And what would you do in it? Would you let Tim be around you again? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And our next story is from a throwaway account. Am I the arsehole for refusing to eat my cousin's cooking after she once tricked me into eating a food she knows I don't like? So the backstory here is that I don't like cottage cheese. It's not a big deal. I'm not one of those people who always goes on about food they don't like or hate on others for liking it or anything, but I just happen not to like cottage cheese. This is general within our family. They're all crazy about cottage cheese and I always have to remind them to please not serve me any. On this occasion, my cousin wanted to make dinner for everyone in the family gathering. She said she had a new recipe for lasagna and she wanted to try it out. While she was cooking, I asked her if she needed any help in the kitchen. She said she didn't want my help or for me to be in the kitchen at all because the recipe was a family secret from her husband's side of the family. I did notice that she let our cousin help out despite saying this, but I didn't really think anything of it at the time. So she makes her lasagna, we eat it, and after dinner she asked only me specifically how I'd like the lasagna. I said it was delicious. She got this smug look on her face and shouted, ha, it had cottage cheese in it and you ate it. I was confused and asked what she was talking about. She said that she had subbed out the ricotta cheese for cottage cheese and I hadn't even noticed. I now start thinking about how she kicked me out of the kitchen and asked if that was why she wouldn't let me help in the kitchen. And she said, yes, I know you don't like cottage cheese and I wanted you to eat some. So I didn't want you to know what was in the lasagna. I told her that was really rude and shitty and that she basically lied to me about what was in my food. She said it didn't matter what was in it because I liked it. I said that I would have still tried it even if I'd known there was cottage cheese. It's a common thing to put in lasagna instead of ricotta and it's just that I don't like eating cottage cheese straight up by itself. It's fine as an ingredient. So it's extra shitty to lie. 
She just doubled down that it was funny and she got me to eat cottage cheese and that I liked it. So that was several years ago. Since then, whenever there's a potluck or we get together for holidays or whatever, I won't touch anything that cousin made. I just don't trust her anymore. I never know if she puts something random in the food to mess with me or as a joke. And honestly, I'm still just generally upset on principle that she tricked me in the first place. Yes, even if the lasagna is good. She recently called me out for this and said, I'm just being a bitch about it now because the lasagna incident was years ago. Am I the asshole? Edit to add, I don't make a big deal or say anything about not taking her food. Just that I don't serve myself anything that I saw her bring to the party. And I do like a petty one, but Krusty Code says not the asshole. She messed with your food. I wouldn't tolerate it at a restaurant. I wouldn't tolerate it with family. And Macaroni Rascal says, not the asshole. My brother did this to me. I said I would never eat hearts, like cow hearts or anything like that, and he said he understood. He's a chef and made a bunch of stuff with different ingredients. A year later, he made a beef stew at a holiday party. I ate it and it was good. And a few weeks later, he tells me it was beef heart and he did the whole, see, I told you it was good spiel. I was only 16 at the time and had a full breakdown crying and I was very, very angry. I couldn't really articulate why at that moment. I just knew I felt lied to. It's respecting people's boundaries and listening to them and understanding that even if you think you know better, it doesn't matter if you aren't respectful. It's about consent and trusting someone. I didn't trust him or eat his food for three years after that. It's a gross thing to do to someone. You're not overreacting. She did something gross, she lied, and it makes sense you don't trust her. She wants you to get over it because it's making her uncomfortable, and it's a constant reminder that she did something you don't consent to, and explicitly said you didn't want. Anyone telling you that you're being a baby or that you need to get over it can kindly go and eat whatever they want because it's none of their business what you eat. Do what feels comfortable for you. And Claire Swin says, I hate lamb to the point it makes me gag. A family member snuck some on my plate thinking I wouldn't notice and I vomited, it ruined my meal. I was livid, not because of the vomiting as much as because I'm an adult and it's not up to anyone else to make decisions for me when it comes to food. I don't care they think it's silly. It's treating me like a child who needs to be taught, so I'd be wary too. And General Restaurant 7 says, everyone sucks here. You ate it, you liked it. It's cheese, it's not the end of the world. And like you said, you don't like it on its own, but you do like it as an ingredient in dishes. All you have to do is say that to prove your point that you still don't like cottage cheese and move on with your life. Like she said, it was years ago. Your cousin is not trying to poison you at the family potlucks. I think it's time to move on. And one more from Marari saying, Bring on the downvotes, but everyone sucks here. You said it in the first paragraph that you just don't like cottage cheese and it's not a big deal. Not eating someone's food years after they did something kind of shitty makes it seem like it was a big deal. A lot of people are getting outraged on your behalf and liking it to things they literally cannot stomach. If this was something that you genuinely abhorred, I would get it. But if it's just something that you don't eat on its own, but it doesn't matter when it's in stuff, I think it's a weird hill to die on. And now I turn this one to you guys. What do you guys think of this situation? Do you think OP's overreacting or not? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below. And once again, guys, thank you for being here today. I hope you did enjoy today's stories. And if you did, you know what to do. Hit that like, that subscribe, and maybe that notification bell too. And if you're feeling extra spicy today, you can click that join button and join the channel too. Or go to Patreon, link in the description and join up there. But absolutely never any pressure to do so. You just being here, spending 20 minutes out of your day is way more than I can ask for. So thank you for doing you. And I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys. Much love.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.